0: Oh, there we go. We're live. Hi, everyone. And welcome to another episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I am supercharged, beyond excited, because, you know, usually I'm really excited for my guests, but we are above and beyond that. And why are we live? Because normally the podcast is not live and it's just in audio form, but it is so important that you meet this human in person, live live. And knowing that this is not just some random voice, this is an actual 15-year-old, like your 15-year-old, and he is doing amazing things. And the first thing when I heard about his journey and what he decided to do, I was like, the world needs to know this. And Mm. kids need to know this. And parents that tend to think, oh, my teen is... Is hopeless. Oh, they're just being a teenager. You hear that all the time. What do you, they are being a teenager because they are now teens. But does that mean they can't be greater than great? Does that mean they can't do amazing things? No. Teens are fabulous. They offer so much. Are they goofy? Do they do crazy things? Yes. You know why? They're wired that way. Our brain gives us three things when we become a teenager. One, is the element of risk. And man, is this kid taking it. Number two is being with their friends. They love to be there with their friends. So don't take it personally. They want to be with their friends. And number three is they need a sense of belonging. That is what is put into their brains. So don't take it personally that they don't want to hang out with you. They are wired to be with their, their peeps. And... They need a sense of belonging. So if they don't feel like they belong in your home, they're going to find a place. And it may not always be the best choice. Mm. But this guy's got it together. He's got a wonderful dad. He's got a wonderful mom. Amen.
1: There you go. Go more on the dad thing. Less <laughs> about him. I'm just
0: Wonderful siblings. I know them personally. And they are amazing. And Alex Gilletti is here to talk about his mission, why Mm -hmm. he's doing this, and how he's doing this. Mm -hmm. And dad is here to answer your questions about, really, you let your child do this? Mm -hmm. So he's going to tell his side of the story. So let's get started, not waste any more time. And let me tell you a little bit about the amazing Alex. Alex is a 15-year-old. 15, not 16, not 17, 19, 15. 15-year-old from Florida. He is currently ranked second in the state of Florida for wrestling, despite having just two years' experience in wrestling. Super amazing, wonderful. He and his brother, they run a movement that works to defend boyhood. And I'm telling you guys, boys need defending nowadays. Mm -hmm. They are being trampled and destroyed. So they want to work to build up boys from the opposition that this world is offering and help boys to live up, excuse me, help boys to live up to their true identity to be royalty in the making. Mm -hmm. I bring you Alex Gilletti and his father, Joseph Aaron. Joe and Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I feel very, very welcomed. Oh, good. (laughs) You you should be feel welcome because I'm, I'm super excited that you're here and hi, Izzy and hi to everyone else that is watching us mm-hmm. and share this out. If you know a parent that is feeling a little hopeless with their teen, or, you know, a teen that mm-hmm. is feeling a little hopeless Sorry. because this is beyond inspiring. And it is a great example of what somebody can do when they decide to put their mind to it. Mm-hmm. So Alex, I'm going to start with you because I really want you to share your story with our listeners and our audience. We actually have lookers too. What is that? Watchers. Watch, yeah. <laughs> Watchers and listeners. Yeah. People out there with eyeballs and ears. Yeah. So I want you to share your story of what happened here. How did you get started and how did you and your brother decide that boys- need some help in today's world.
2: Yeah. Um, So this movement all started uh, about a few years ago when my brother and I were looking for t-shirts to buy back to school. And as we were looking for t-shirts, we looked specifically in the boys section, there were no t-shirts that spoke identity into boyhood. Uh, We saw t-shirts that said, I'm I'm lazy and a professional sleeper. Mm. I trade my sister for pizza and video games. Wow! Um, I saw one, it was a Nike logo and it said, I'll just do it later. And there's just shirts like this. And this is the kind of things that you'd see boys wearing. And this is who they wanted you to be. And we're like, this isn't right. So what we did is we started a brand where we speak identity into boys. Because we believe boys are made to be royalty in the making. Kings and conquerors. So we we sell shirts that say something like "proudly boy" or "powerful like my dad," and these shirts that speak a good identity into who they are.
0: And I I absolutely love it. And in fact, what you're wearing mm-hmm. is one of the things you sell. Could you show like? Yes. Bring so, that chest out. Yeah. Be bold and show this, it. This is a uh, a
2: hoodie. We have the Kings and Conquerors logo. And then on the back, it says, if it fits in the camera, it does conquer. And um, it can also say King on the back. Tell them where the name came from. um, The reason we picked Kings and Conquerors is because me and my brother run it together. Um, And his name is Justice Ryan, which means uh, just King. My name is Joseph Alexander, which means effective conqueror. So we're like
0: Kings Conquerors. That's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, Someone's already asking for the website. Someone always already, Izzy wants one for her son, Augusto. Um, And Nick wants to know what platforms you're on. Okay. So let's do a little introduction right now before, in case people have to go, we want to really, um, you know, get the information out here right now before we continue our conversation on how, people can reach out to you and people can get your products for their boys or, or girls.
2: Yeah. So, um, on Facebook, if you just shoot me a friend request, um, I'll respond to it and mm-hmm. yeah, we can get your shirt there. Uh, my Facebook is Alex Gilletti. Yep. And we can put that in the chat. Let's put
1: that. Yeah.
0: In. We'll put it in the chat. Gilletti is spelled G-I-G-L-I-E-T-T-I. Yes, it should be. Yeah. There we
1: go. He's going to type it into the chat right now. Another okay. thing, I, I think Celia would be helpful. They, they've written, they written for boys a mini manifesto for what they- Oh, know.
0: yes. Yeah, I heard it on one of your broadcasts because he is tracking what you're going to hear about. But would you read that, please? Because yes. it is fabulous.
2: Mm-hmm. Rough and tumble, I prepare for your defense. I will fight with courage to defend everything I hold dear. I'm a warrior in the making. A scholar and a statesman, I prepare for leadership. I will lead and serve with honor to make your world better. I'm a king in the making. I am proudly boy. I am warrior. I am king. Woo, come on, boys! Come on, boy. men! How many of you moms want your boys to
1: feel that way about themselves? Yes. It's okay to be rough and tumble, right? It's okay, but it's also okay to lean into the statesman and the politeness and the good etiquette and holding ourselves with our shoulders up and our chest out and shake hands and look in the eyes and be someone of character
0: and power and integrity in the world. Yes. And be respectful and respect yourselves. Yes. Absolutely. And it gets forgotten, especially I'm always coaching boys. him in the middle of it, yeah.
1: Celia. I'm always coaching him in the middle of it, right? Right. <laughs> energy, right? I, did you see when he was reading it? I would be like, you know, eye contact because down, up, down, right. up. And this is what, this yeah. boys want it. Your kids, whether they act like it or not, as teenagers or as boys, they want the direction. And I heard from a coach one time, Celia, because I know this is a parenting show. I heard from a coach one time. That the way to get the fastest shift in results when you're a coach, whether it's baseball, basketball, wrestling, you name it, is to give them immediate feedback in the moment. Now, I would never do anything that embarrasses him. I'm just mentioning that because we're on a we're on a parenting show. Right. But nevertheless, like you wouldn't you wouldn't want to embarrass your kid in front of someone else. But when you see it happen, as close to the time as it happens, you show them and help them make the adjustment to see how it would do it. And they just get better and better and better and better and better.
0: Exactly. And and. You give feedback positively, respectfully, Mm -hmm. because, you know, people always go, well, how do I, you know, what do I do when my child talks back? Talk back, talk up, say your opinion, speak your mind, question authority. That's all things we want. Do it respectfully. The difference between talking up and talking back is respect. Mm. And when we, as parents, talk to our children Also do that respectfully and notice the good they do. And like, like uh, Joe said, speak about it at the moment and be specific about what they're doing. Just don't say great job, say great job for doing blah, 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 whatever you did. And here's another way you can do it as well. This is what I like to do. Show them examples, be Mm -hmm. a role model be a role model. Hi, yeah. Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Wendy is a fabulous uh, parenting coach in Nigeria. She is amazing. And she's like my team buddy. She says the difference between talking up and talking back is respect. Exactly.
1: Nick, Nick said, keep talking and take my money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> People are asking about where to go. If you go to Alex's Facebook page, right? He, he just started a Facebook page. I didn't let him have one before. Um, and so it's like he has a Facebook page. Now, if you friend him there, what he'll do is he'll shoot you a message. Because this is a story, too. And I think this holds a lot of people back, Celia. Um, could we? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Alex this as he's learning entrepreneurship right here. Many people are like, I got to build a website. I got to do all this stuff. I got to have a platform. Like, his goal is to make $50,000 in the next. Did we explain this yet?
0: No, we uh, haven't gotten there yet.
1: Oh, let's, okay, let's talk about that. So we're right.
0: going to talk about that. I'm typing in uh, his name. Yeah. So tell him about the, the channel he's
1: on right now, Alex, and then we'll tell him about the platform.
0: Okay. So, yeah, we're going to get back to that because this is going to be a show full of information. Hmm. This is going to, introduce you to someone who is making waves at a young age, someone who is determined and persistent to get this done and get his message out there. And in the meantime, you're going to have me and you're going to have Joe, who is not just an incredible business coach, speaker, inspiration to adults. He's also an incredible parent and many people may question his methods of what's going on with what you're about to hear mm-hmm. but when you hear it and when you hear Alex talk about it you're going to change your mind so Alex please tell us what you're doing right now and what you have made a plan with your dad awesome
2: um so i've i'm on a mission right now to make within 60 days uh, to prove to my dad that I can be financially independent and buy my first car when I turn 16. Here's the catch, though. Uh, My dad and I have agreed that he won't be paying for anything. He won't be paying for my food. He won't be paying for any travel. He won't be paying for any wrestling events, which means um, I might go hungry if I don't make the money that I need to. And those are the stakes which I'm performing at
0: and you're doing well. Excellent job. We at in
2: the process. What what day we are when day Day 6. Day six, yep. day 6 right now. Day, day 6. Are-
0: and what have you what did you start with? I know you started with some money that you already had. Where are you now? Uh,
2: I started with about 70 70ish dollars mm-hmm. and Right now, um, I couldn't tell you because I keep forgetting to count how much money I have. He was. And correct. what does
0: your father have to say about that? <laughs> Approximately, because I know he's told me many times. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Approximately two hundred ish, two hundred fifty ish, maybe. So. Oh, in profit or in money? In in money. Oh. Yep. We still have some expenses. Do you spend some stuff yesterday? Because I thought mm-hmm. you were at like four fifty. Four fifty. That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, this is okay. So
0: what do you got? Okay, that's all right. (laughs) This is the learning process. Uh Right? So what have you learned? Right this moment?
2: Count your money.
0: Keep track of it. Keep track of the numbers. numbers. I know if your father was going to say it, he would say, know your numbers, Mm -hmm. know your numbers. Mm -hmm. Businesses thrive when they know their numbers and they know their goals.
1: Now let's, let's talk, let's, let's do it live, Celia. So okay. Alex, what do you think we should do? Cause I've mentioned it two or three times. What do you, How how should we set stakes for for you to make sure that you know your numbers? What should we do when you don't know your numbers in the future?
2: Um, never parented before. So <laughs> I feel like I'm a, an odd one out here, but, um, <laughs>
1: You want like stakes. You, you want to, yeah. are you willing to commit to pushups when you don't know your, are you willing to yeah. commit to knowing your numbers in the future? Yes. 100%. Scale of one to 10. How committed are you?
2: Nine. Nine. What nine. would it, what would it, what would it take to be a 10? Um, just a little bit of doing it. Actual practice. Going so, hungry might help. I'm trying to stop that hungry. from every,
1: ha- <laughs> ever happening too. Yeah. yeah. Know your numbers all the time. So mm-hmm. in the future, if you're a nine, would you be willing to commit to say 50 pushups every time? on any given day that you don't know your numbers.
2: Yep. 50 push ups That's a deal. I feel like there should be a little bit more. Oh,
0: 100. So Wait. make your suggestion. How about this, Alex? We if already you have don't a deal. Know, you. If you don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm adding to it. If you don't know your numbers, then you vow to double those numbers within 24 hours.
1: Oh, that Ooh. whoa. Woo. What if he's at like 25,000? What's he gonna do then? That,
0: well, but hopefully by the time you're 25,000, you know, your numbers. Yeah. Do you like that idea?
1: No, he uh, doesn't. He's scared. Of
0: that
1: one. <laughs> I am you got to
0: get to 50,000, you yeah. got to get to 50,000.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want pain, right? I mean, that's that wrestlers love pain, right? Yeah. They don't I, really love it, but they know that. And this is a great line for everybody to write down whatever your goals and dreams are. He, he, he embraces this concept. Success is on the other side of discomfort. And Absolutely. So, right? Establishing Absolutely. pain. And so.
0: and Yeah. And success is on the other side of failure.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Failure is not the opposite of success. And people always think it is. It's mm-hmm. not the opposite of success. It's part of success. Yes, ma'am. There is no success without those bumps in the road that are like, eh, this wasn't a great plan. Let's uh, rethink this one let's make a new plan. That didn't work out so well. Yeah. Right. Yep. And I know you mentioned yesterday on your, or was it, yeah, it was yesterday because I watched it this morning on your live. What a quote that was really inspiring you. And, and it wasn't mine, which also inspired you and I'm glad it did, but you mentioned another quote. Do you remember what it was? I do.
2: Um, I remember it was from, I believe it was Jordan Peterson. Um, And he said, the man who loves walking will walk farther than the man who loves the destination.
0: I love that. And what does that say to you?
2: Uh, To me, it says, uh, I'm going to use wrestling as an example, because that's something I've been excelling in. But for wrestling, if you love the actual wrestling instead of just the placement at states, you're going to do better than the kids who just want to get the medal. Uh, for business, if you love actual serving and helping people more than you love the the in money and the profit, you're gonna do a lot better. You're gonna help more people. Tell us a story about that. Story about that um, in wrestling, where
1: you you love the you love the walking more than the destination.
2: So, best story I could think of was at a a 14 day Pennsylvania camp. They'd wake you up at 5:30 every morning, and you'd do a 30 minute workout. And then you'd eat breakfast. Then you'd do another workout for two hours. And then you'd have one more workout at the end of the day after lunch and dinner for another two hours. So there were like three workouts scheduled in the day. And in the middle of it, uh, most kids I could hear them talking about, I just want to be done. I just want to get to the end of this. I just blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But for me, uh, it was new and I just loved being there. And even though I didn't like waking up at five 30, Uh, I love the discomfort, if that makes sense. And I love the pain. And so I managed to learn
0: a lot in that camp and come back stronger. I love it. Let me read you a quote that I love and I'd like to know how it feels to you, what it says to you. This is a quote from Martin Luther King, one of my favorite humans and one of the greatest humans to walk the planet. If a man is called to be a street sweeper, and I have to read it so I don't mess it up, He should sweep streets even as Michelangelo painted or Beethoven composed music or Shakespeare wrote poetry. He should sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will pause to say here lived a great street sweeper who did his job well. One of my favorite quotes by him. What does that say to you? Uh, I love that
2: quote. So I'll just start off with that. I liked it. Um, It just says, whatever you do, you got to go all in for it. There's nothing, no reason that you don't fulfill your purpose because, I mean, the street sweeper has a broom, so he already has everything he needs. And so he's just got to go do it with everything he has. If that's what he's supposed to do, then
0: do it. Kind of like what you're taking on now. Mm -hmm. You have a goal, you have a mission, you got to do it right? Mm -hmm. And some people today think certain jobs are below them. Certain things are below them. Don't want to start at the bottom, want to start at the top. And the point is you just do the best you, you can do at anything you do, whatever you're doing, do your best. And it's really impressive to see you working so hard at your goal. So tell us something else about how you plan to come to $50,000 in 60 days. So guys, keep in mind as grown-ups, if you're listening, that if a child can make this goal, you can too. Okay. So a lot of this, maybe you'll learn of things you can do in your life, in your business, whatever you have going on where you're like, I really could use some extra money. How do I do it?
2: Yeah. How'd you make that? How do you so, what's your plan? Um, my plan for right now is uh I really want to push this movement. We've been meaning to do that for a while, but I haven't really taken the first step before this challenge. So I really want to just get this thing spread out. Um, and I want to start uh encouraging boyhood everywhere. I want to get on interviews much like this. And podcasts and stuff, so that way I can reach more people. And I just want to speak identity into voice. That's my plan. Like at the beginning of the week, I was like, I'll get a job, and then I was like, now I'm like that wouldn't do nearly as much for me as this would. So.
0: And which route do you feel is an easier route to take?
2: Um, I think getting on other platforms um do you mean between the job and I mean
0: yeah sorry I mean between oh. the job and you know your business creating this business um i think that the business
2: is it's uh it starts off harder but it gets easier in the end and um it's definitely the much better
0: reward i i totally agree and it aims towards your mission if you were a parent, and I think Joe said this, dad, your dad said this on one of your lives. He was disappointed that you had decided I'm not getting a job because at first he thought that would be a good influx of money. And sometimes parents may not always see what you see. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Because Because even, even though your father is a extremely successful entrepreneur, he is absolutely living his passion. He was still like, well, maybe you should get a job.
1: (laughs) Well, my reason for that too, was, you know, I wanted to, I, you know, as, as a true, I'm a, you know, if you, if you cut me, I bleed entrepreneurship. So, you know, uh, I, I, I never actually imagined a time in his life where he would get a job. I always imagined that he would take on his own stuff. But with this challenge, knowing that, okay, if he doesn't do it, he doesn't eat. And by the way, anyone who's listening, your kids probably don't have the same stakes right as he has. And so I was just like, you could have a fundamental level of of like a foundation, right? And also I told him, you're still going to have to sell right away because if you get a job, it still takes two or three weeks before you get paid from the job because paychecks come out usually twice a month and you're, there's a delay and all that. So you're going to have to do both, right? But then he started doing it and he started, I mean, he he listened to the instruction and he started he started selling stuff, which means he's getting paid. But you're not only doing that, you you do have another source of revenue. Tell him about that.
2: Yeah. Um. Also, another thing I do is I... Do video editing. I cut videos for whether it's YouTube, or whether it's something like Instagram. Uh, I mostly do Instagram, but TikTok, that kind of stuff. I cut those videos up and
0: uh, just get that done. So you make reels a lot for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, reels are the way to go.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Tell them, tell them about the results. You, you really, you, you didn't um, talk about what you really on my
2: did. on my personal page. um, I posted a few like funny videos and uh, one of them was about like chocolate milk. So they're like joke videos, but I've had, I think three or four at this point, uh, past a million views.
0: Wow. That's awesome. So he's pretty good at video
1: editing. Let's put it
0: that way. (laughs) That is awesome. Who in the chat, how are you loving this? I mean, on a scale of one to 10, how awesome do you think Alex is and how much behind you Behind him, are you? Put in the chat so he hears you and sees you. And see, and go ahead.
1: You see, yeah, one thing I just want to say to the audience is notice what Alex is doing, right? For those of you who you want to do something or maybe your child knows wants to do something, uh, the question that people always have is, well, like, what what do I do? Or like, what do I sell? Like, how would I decide what to sell? How many of you have had that question, right? Say, just give me a me in the chat if you had that question. Like, what do I sell? What, what, what am I supposed to do with this? And um, notice what Alex did, right? He had already found something that that like ripped at his heart a little bit, that frustrated him, that annoyed him, right? So you look for things that annoy you, problems, things that are broken and dysfunctional in the world that you see. And for him, the the attack against boyhood is dysfunctional. Okay, can I get an amen? I'm I'm used to church talk. Okay, Celia. So amen, amen,
0: brother. Amen.
1: Like, why are we attacking our boys? We don't have to put boys down to lift girls up. We can exactly right. Mm -hmm. But it's like there's a dysfunction on the lifting up of boys, and it's almost it's almost frowned upon, right? It's like, well, if you if you celebrate a boy, you're not celebrating a girl, and it's like I I have a daughter too, and I love her to death, right? But it's like I do anything for that little princess, right? but that doesn't mean I need to put my boys down. Let's right. lift them all up, right? But notice, he, him and his brother got ticked about that. So find the thing that ticks you off and do something about it. Yes. Right? Get, it, get your message out. Say something about it. Make a t-shirt. Make something. Find a way to start getting the message out. That's number one. The other thing that he realized that he had never done really for money, although he does my reels for me. And so um, he's good at video. So that's a service. Notice that's two different things. You could have a product. Or you could have a service and the service that he offers is he's like, okay, I'll just like, I'll cut reels because that's a big job. So if you're wondering what could I do or what could my kids do, the answer is what do they like or what are they already good at and who could I do that for so that they would give me money so that I would do that for them?
0: Absolutely. Find your sparkle, find your passion, find your shine. Find. Did you, you say know, sparkle,
1: Celia? Sparkle? I did
0: say sparkle. Sparkle.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not feeling the sparkle, but I am. I, I need something more masculine for that one. Yeah. Okay. Like, I know
0: that's kind of girly. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, we're not putting girls down. I no, we're not. No, no, no. Just Even not guys sparkle. No. Yeah. Guys can sparkle too. Like Alex, he sparkles. Like if I had a little sparkle, like. <laughs> I, don't like uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> your shirt, your gold sparkles. <laughs>
1: there you go. There you go. Yeah, there, that, that's a sparkle I like. Gold. And if you
0: get sparkles stuck on, you can just say that matches my sparkling personality.
1: There you go. There, there you go. go. See, That'll work. Because, see, see? Okay. Sorry, Sylvia. I interrupted
0: That's all right. That's all right. That's okay. I did say sparkle right. because people do sparkle. But find what drives you. Find what you're really passionate about and think of how can I use this to make the world better, to make me better, to help others. Because a lot of things that you do, you inspire others to do. And Alex, right now, you are a serious inspiration to teens, kids, and their parents. There could be a six-year-old watching right now that's like, I want to be like Alex, Mm -hmm. you know? The kids do it all the time. I want I want to be a YouTuber. How many kids go, I want to be a YouTuber? What mm-hmm. does that mean? And did those people just become big famous YouTubers? No, they worked for it. That's right. When you see professional sport figures, I want to be a basketball star. How hard did they work? How much failure did Michael Jordan go through before he became Michael Jordan? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the thing is you have to realize that when you see these people, it's not just easy. If you're inspired by them, think of how can I inspire someone else? How can I do what they're doing? And how did they get there? That's right. What was their journey like? Was it like one day they woke up and they had like trillions of followers? No, mm-hmm. they worked for it. That's right. So let me ask you, Alex, have you gone hungry? (laughs) Not yet. Are you eating food? (laughs) uh, Yes,
2: I have been eating food. Luckily, I've been able to eat every night. So that's good. Just
0: at night? You just eat one time a day?
2: (laughs) Uh, I could. I'm kind of like keeping all the money together because I want to start doing, uh, getting other ways to get money like Facebook ads and stuff. So it's best not to go throw all the money at the food the very second you get it.
0: And where are you getting this food? Are you eating food in the house and then paying your parents back for it? Or do no. you have to go out and get food?
2: My my dad thought that would become pretty hard to manage. It's like, well, it's a dollar $1.50, but she bought it with a coupon. So is it $1.30? And like, <laughs> overall, just so not coupon. fun. We don't use coupon. Anyways, go ahead. My mom does. <laughs> um, And so we... Uh we just decided I'd have to go to the store and get it myself if I want if I want food.
0: And so that you've been doing that. Have you been getting to the store? Do you walk? Um, Do you take the bus?
1: No, I no no, we drive him. We drive him. We'll still we'll Oh still that's
0: good. I, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I he does have a bike though. So if I'm not in the mood, I'd just be like, you take your bike. Yeah. <laughs> take your bike.
2: I'm lucky I'm lucky I haven't had to pay gas yet. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, well. Well, That's an interesting
1: point, Celia. Maybe we should add that onto the list. That's true. There's there's a there there. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) And Alex is like, okay, podcast over. Nice talking to you. (laughs) After that. Thank you. It's so funny because I I had a client and I talked to their parents and their daughter, and they're talking about cars. And I'm like, she should pay for this, 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 this. I got like a whole thing of what she should pay for. And it turned out that I had her all in agreement to pay this much money a month. It was about $500 a month. And her parents offered like 150 a month. And I'm like, well, that's a pretty good deal because I've been your parent. That's
1: right. That's right. <laughs> Would have
0: looked a little bit differently. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's right. Tell them how the food tastes now. The food tastes. Uh, the way I said it the other day is, it tastes like the fruit of my labor the fruit of my labor sorry
1: because
2: uh-huh. it uh, technically yeah. is everything, it's like everything just tastes better um, even the peanut butter and jelly was just very good <laughs> are you eating a lot of ramen noodles uh, I ha- I keep hearing that's a good strategy I don't mean to go to the store and buy them I just haven't got to it I've been mostly just buying from some fast food place like Subway or Chick-fil-A. And that's where I've been getting my food most of the time.
0: So Good. That's good.
1: Well, and I'm surprised you didn't tell him. Ramen is his favorite food, but he Mm. loves like the super fancy ramen that you go to. The real one. one Yeah. That's right.
0: Oh, well, so get the cheap fake one until you can afford the real one, because that might be right around the corner. Mm. Right? Yeah. Make that be like, okay, this is the cheap one. Mm. All right. And this is inspiring me to make another 500 bucks in a couple days. So I can go have a real one, a real yeah. meal. You got to, got to work towards that 50 constantly think, grow, grow, grow. Mm-hmm. So what is one thing you can do right now? Because one of the things you're not doing is checking your numbers. What is a habit you can do? And I would suggest every morning, to know your numbers, to know what happened the day before?
2: Um, What I've been doing, what my dad's been helping me do is I've been planning my day out. Um, I've been planning out what I'm going to do that day, uh, what kind of things I'm going to accomplish, targets. And um, putting on there that I, having to write down my number every day on that sheet would be helpful. Because then if I don't write it down, my dad could just look at it and say,
0: well, 100 pushups, and then... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) And maybe on the other side of the sheet, before you go to bed, you can write down what a goal is or Mm -hmm. what you even might think the number is and see if you're right the next morning. Mm -hmm. Joe, I want to ask you a question because you had talked about whether you being a, a professional expert business coach whether you should help them or not. So you can talk about, would you please talk about why you decided what you decided?
1: Yeah, I wasn't going to, because um, in some ways um, it's unfair. I thought, because I, I'm, I'm just, you know, I I help people do million dollars in a day sometimes. Um, And I was, we were broken homeless as a family seven years ago. And so it, it didn't seem fair. And so I wasn't going to, and of course, I was concerned about this. I didn't want to see my son hungry. Um, He's been hungry plenty of times before. He's a wrestler, right? Wrestlers are used to being hungry. So that was part of it. I knew that he could handle that. But the second th- I was just very concerned. I, I, I wanted to be a good dad, um, but I also want him to be a good man. And my job isn't to be his friend. My job is to be his father. And so I prayed, you know, and I was really, really praying and asking God, you know, this is pretty extreme. Should I is this right? And one of the things that hit me when I was praying, I still remember it. Was, I mean, it was only a week ago, but what hit me when I was praying was I thought, we we tend to think of God as our father. And the question came back to me when I was praying, is that how you'd like me to be your father? And I kind of got choked up and I like, no, I would like, you know, I know you need to let me do it sometimes so I can become who I need to become, but I sure would like some guidance along the way. And certainly God has provided us guidance and his word and all kinds of people in our lives to inspire us and voices that he puts into our lives. And the, the, he, the book of Hebrews even says with the Apostle Paul that sometimes people have entertained angels unaware. In other words, they're, they're, they just look like people. to us. We don't know who they are, but God sends people into our life to direct us and to guide us and to help us. And when that came back to me when I was praying, what kind of father do you want me to be? I realized I want to be the father that gives guidance to my son. And so I committed at that moment, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it for them, but I'm going to be there for them. I'm going to guide them and I'm going to help them. And, um, it's really, it's really a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So
0: that's so awesome. And, and it speaks so much to the role of a parent, Mm -hmm. the role of a parent should be the coach, the teacher, the inspirer, the, the, um, cheerleader don't do for your children, but give them the guidance they need to do for themselves. Give them the time they need to learn their skills. Don't rush them along. Don't stress them out and pressure them. Give them time. Give them your wisdom. And be the person you want them to be. And that's exactly who you are, Joe. Can
1: I, thank you for that, Celia. And can I say something to the parents just to encourage them? Because Absolutely. My Please wife and I, it really means a lot to us. I'm wearing a hat right now that says change the world because we're starting a, a movement ourselves around change the world. And I spent a lot of time. Th- I almost died this summer. Um, I, my appendix burst and I didn't know it. I was speaking on all these stages and I was in oh Mexico. Oh
0: my gosh, Joe, I didn't know that.
1: And I went into septic shock and I didn't know I was in septic shock. I just knew I was sick. I thought it was maybe COVID or something else. And so um, I, when I got back from Mexico, I had to go to the hospital. I went and they said, you're dying. They're like, get in the hospital right now. And so I was there for a few days. And um, in that moment, you know, one of the questions I was asking is, did I, did I really do something? Like if I die here, like, did I do what I wanted to do? And there were some things that I was proud of, but there were a lot of unanswered dreams that were still there. And I asked myself, how do we change the world? And this is real important to what's happening with Alex right now, because I really asked it. Like, if I come out of this bed, what am I going to do that I know will actually somebody just say that, whisper that to yourself wherever you're that will actually change the world. Cause there's a lot of fluff language and oh, change the world and no, 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 right, da-da-da. Right. Uh, like, is that, you know, what really changes the world? Right. And when I look at someone like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., you know, you look at him, and that, that would be a name that definitely goes on the list for us, right? And you think about, well, what did he do? Right. And and one of the things that he did is he changed the thinking. And the beliefs and the value systems of culture so that we could have a cultural conversation and make a decision as a nation that we were going to live under the value system that we had espoused to from the very beginning that all men are created equal right and and he he eloquently spoke that but it wasn't just him right because lots of people because of of what he initiated and instigated in their beliefs and in their value systems Culture and society changed. And what you realize when you look at a world changer, and forgive me for the long answer, but true transformation happens at an individual level. True societal transformation happens at an individual level. For Dr. King to change the world, he had to change the individuals and their beliefs and their values at an individual level and get excited about it. So like number one, if I want to change the world, and we've all all heard this, like if you want to change the world, be the change you want to see in the world absolutely and that's so and and it starts it starts with you but then immediately celia to what you do and what we love about your movement is is as a parent the fundamental building block of society is the family right and it is the first experience i heard i heard a, a counselor say once that family is the first experience that a child gets to have with society it's the first interaction and so what i've always thought right. their first kid,
0: community.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so what I've always taught our kids is we're like, hey, here's the deal. We're going to operate in this house the way we would want the world to operate. And if there's something dysfunctional in our home, that is going to appear in society. And so we want to be the change as a family that we want to see in the world. And so the way to to bring that all the way back after a lot of time thinking about how am I really going to change the world if I came out of this bed? One of the most important things and most important central game-changing, world-changing jobs that I have and that you have is to change my family. Absolutely, it's the foundation. So that how is do, it. You have
0: I, to change the youth.
1: Yes. How do I? So how do I be it? Because I, I see, and so this comes back to my full point. So I want to encourage the parents who may be having struggles with their teens, who maybe their teens are disrespecting them. Right. And it's like, one of the things that I often see, I'm going can to, can I, am I allowed to throw a fastball right down the plate? Yeah,
0: throw, throw, throw them, throw them.
1: Not that anyone in this audience would ever have this, but sometimes I've seen parents um, who are hypocrites. Oh, and so, and so and I wouldn't
0: so, be in business. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. So they tell their kids to do one thing, but the kids aren't listening to what you say. They're looking at how you live. And so I can't tell my son to go all in and go after his dream and build a movement if I'm not all in building a movement, right? And so back to what I said, be the change you want to see in the world, be the change you want to see in your family. Exemplify it so that your kids actually like, and I'm not saying this in any sort of braggadocious way, but our kids, like they're teenagers, people come up to us all the time and they're like, I have never seen a teenager who loves their parents so much. And it's because- we we've shown like they respect us because they've seen us do it. We're not hypocrites. What the standard we call them to is the standard that we live up to and they want to be it too. Is that you, you can be the
0: person (laughs) you want your child to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of the respect issues that happen in the teenage years are are that it's because we haven't lived a life that inspired our children. And at any day, at any moment, at any second, we can make the decision again to be the kind of parent that our kids who see our entire life would respect and
0: looked up to. Exactly. And and I always tell parents, everything you do, good and not so good, you give your child permission to do everything. Doesn't matter what it is. You can talk all you want. Don't do this. Don't do that. But if you're doing it, they're doing it. And then they get punished for doing something you taught them, which is kind of my pet peeve. That's if right. you taught them, you don't have a right to punish them. Don't teach them. Be the person you want them to be. And you know, it's part of the basis. And and Joe, I actually haven't even talked to you in depth about this, yeah. but why I started the Day of Calm foundation. It's all about soothing the unresolved anger and violence, excuse me, anger and rage that rules this country and this this world at the human core and in order to calm that rage and that anger that we see in all this needless violence against children starts with the child and the way they are parented
1: yep and the values they hold i I love it so if you want uh,
2: you should you know tell them if you want um, if you guys want to help out with this, maybe buy a shirt for a boy close to you, whether it's not. This, maybe
0: um, you definitely want to buy a shirt shorts. or five.
2: <laughs> or yeah, or five for son, nephew, friend. Uh, friend. Great
0: birthday gifts! Mm-hmm.
2: Amazing birthday gift. Fourth uh, of July is coming up; could be a gift for Who that.
0: Doesn't need a nice shirt. Um,
2: <laughs> you could. You could type um K and C in the chat, or you can go find my page on Facebook. It's Alex mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's in the chat somewhere. Yep, if you scroll it is. Up yep, it is. Um, and I will, I can reach out to you in Messenger, and we can get you a shirt. So, repeat those letters again. K and C,
0: Kings and Conquerors. Yep. And is the and? What well, doesn't matter because they're just typing yeah. it in the chat. Yeah. So K and not the letter n because at first i thought it was a letter n <laughs> k and c mm-hmm. kings and conquerors mm-hmm. yeah. put it in the chat by get schools are coming up schools are starting you need the school wardrobe wouldn't it be amazing if your child went in with a school wardrobe wearing shirts that actually uplifted other people and that made them feel great about themselves instead of I'd rather be in front of my video games than in school today than gotcha. doing my homework. My, I was that one shirt I saw and it was like, I wake up, I play video games, next half hour, video games, next half hour video. And my, my son is actually, you know, in commercial video games, that's his career. So mm-hmm. it's not always bad, mm-hmm. but Do what you love. He's in it because he was passionate about it. And he got a degree in video games. And now he works for a top video game company in Amsterdam. Am I thrilled about that? No. But that's okay. Not for another conversation. (laughs) I'm still proud of him. (laughs) And I get to go to Amsterdam. But it's you have to build up your child. You have to set them up for success, not failure.
1: That's right. Yep. That's right. Alex, t- talk to the, all the moms here is like a final note. Mm-hmm. Talk to the, fi- the moms. Tell them who their boys are. Tell them what we need to fight for with these boys so
2: that they know. Um, There's a, a huge attack against boys and boyhood right now in the world. And boys are starting to believe it too. If you see there's bullies in school that are telling them, there's other parents, other teachers, TV shows they watch are starting to tell boys that they're nothing. Or even less than nothing, and it's it's saddening, and um, it's a fight, and they're coming for the the children and the boys, so that way they can never become great men. However, I know, like as a fact, we're we're gonna win this fight, and I know that it's it's there. We're gonna have the victory, and um, we won't we won't let them take our boyhood, and I truly believe that.
0: Preach. Preach, Alex. Preach. Tell them. Tell them how it is. And Joe, can you give one more tip? Because I'm sure they're all looking at, wow, what a great parent you are. You're an amazing father. You mm-hmm. have created this amazing human. And he's still becoming an even more amazing human. So mm-hmm. do you have one tip for parents out there when they talk to their child?
1: Yes. Yes. Um, one of the things that Alex did is, you know, he came to me with a dream and the dream was, I want to be the state champion. That was, that was his, for he loves wrestling. He said, I want to be the state champion and whatever your kid, like first that's, that's kind of, you know, find out what your kids love, right? Don't, don't impose your thing on them. Find out what they love. And he came to me and he said, I want to be a state champion. And I said, okay. I was like, do I have permission to help you through this? Right. So I got permission to coach, right? I'll help you. But I need. I was fourth in the state. I was not a state champion. Um, but I was, you know, I was a pretty good wrestler. And he said, "Yeah, you have my permission." And so what would happen is Alex would go, and he would get on the mat. First year, he goes and gets on the mat, and you know, against the kids who never wrestled before, he did all right. And they roll around, and you know, sometimes he'd, he'd end up on top, and sometimes he'd end up on bottom. And then he started wrestling some of the better guys as the year got better, and they would trash him. <laughs> they would just destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> and I, would, I would be on the sidelines, right? And he'd come over, and it's upsetting. And wrestling, if you know, if you're not a wrestling parent, it's it's one person against the, it's me against you, mano y mano, right? It's embarrassing to lose. Everyone sees you lose. It's it's deflating, right? And emotional to lose. And he would come off to the side, and every time win or lose, when he came off the mat, I, he'd come, and I'd say, he'd come to me, and I'd go like this, and I'd say, "Who are you?" And your answer was.
2: I'm a state champion in the making.
1: I'm a state champion in the making. Not a state champion yet. I know that I'm not there yet, but I'm in the making. And so what I was doing, the reason that I was doing this is I've discovered that the central thing to get people to operate the way they need to operate is they need to own the identity. And if you will own the identity of who you want to be, you will start acting like that identity. And so if I could get him to identify as a state champion in the making, he would work on wrestling and think about wrestling like a state champion in the making. I couldn't tell him I'm a state champion because his mind would say, no, that ain't true. I just got trashed, right? Somebody just body slammed me on the ground and I can hardly breathe right now, right? He's a state champion in the making. And what happened is as a state champion in the making, He started taking on that identity. So he started going to the camps where the other state champions were. He started training with the coaches who had other state champions. And he's climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing until last week he went, or two weeks ago, I think it was maybe three. He went 10 and 0 against some of the best people, not only in the state, but in the country, right? And he went 10 and 0. Why? Because who are you?
2: Because I'm a state champion in the making.
1: And now he's ranked number two in the state. Now here's the point. So here's the lesson. Give your kids identity. It is your job to tell them who they are. And if you have some boys or know some boys, you need to tell them, you're not a nobody. You're not a loser. You are a king and you are a conquer. Royalty is your birthright because all of you are sons of God. And so you are a king, you are a conqueror, and we need you to rise up one day and be the kind of person who fights for that which is good. Because there's still evil in the world, and there's still a fight to be have, and we need men to rise up and be who they were made to be. You're a king. You're a conqueror. Let them know. Give those children identity.
0: Give those Amen. Children. <laughs> Come on, Pastor Joe. <laughs> Amen to that. No Push ups for that one. <laughs> no, no, uh, that was incredible, and it is all a thousand percent true. Mm-hmm. You have to be the one that supercharges your child. You have to be the example. You have to be the one that believes in them. If you believe in them, you be- they believe in themselves. Don't call them names. Don't be negative. Notice all the good they do because kids do a whole lot more good than not so good. That's right. I don't even like to say bad because they're not bad. They just make right. a choice that may not work out. We all do. We're all human. So There's a name for that. Up.
1: There's a name for that in the in the entrepreneur world and influencer world right now. They call the people who help other people become great. they have a name for them. They call them kingmakers. That's what they call them. I'm a kingmaker. I help other I people it. become great. Every parent who has a little boy in this, you're a kingmaker. If you've got a little girl, you're a queenmaker. Like, we want to celebrate that too, but we're, yes. we're focusing on the boys, okay? Put kingmaker
0: in the con- comments if you're king. a kingmaker.
1: I'm a kingmaker. Right? I'm a kingmaker. Yep.
0: I'm, I'm a kingmaker. Yeah, but yeah. You, are. you <laughs> are. One day you'll be a kingmaker. But you're making kings even though you're not their parent through the movement, you're making can't Kings through the movement. Yeah. So you are a King maker mm-hmm. and I am beyond proud to know you, to have you on my show and to call you both my friend Amen. Uh, and my family. And yes. I, you know, I feel like we're family and, um, I and we're I so proud so of you. Thank you for the me.
1: movement. Thank you for uplifting parents. Thank you yeah. for giving so much wise instruction to parents everywhere because the, the kids need it. And mm-hmm. uh, we love you, Alex. Yeah, and
2: I'm very honored to be on the show. So thank you so much for inviting me. It's, it's, it is an honor and I'm very grateful.
0: Well, I am honored too. And I love you guys so much too. And uh, I have to get back to Florida so I can be in the warm. That's right. We got a new house there. for you to
1: come to. It's I 20 know.
0: 20. I know. It's a nice one. So anyway, thank you for being here. Remember to all of you watching, listening, how whatever form you're you're hearing this, go put to Alex's Facebook page, Alex Gilletti, G I G L I E T T I. Yep. Go to his Facebook page because, and if you're rewatching this on YouTube on Facebook, leave a comment K and C. Kings mm-hmm. and Conqueror unconquerors. Conquerors. Let me try to say that word Kings and Conquerors. That's right. Put it in the comments, Alex and his, his brother will reach out to you and you can get some t-shirts and they will be such welcome gifts for the people that, you know,
1: give those boys identity.
0: That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, all of you listeners, we are so grateful that you took about an hour of your time out of your busy day to spend it here with us. Thank you so much. Please, if you got value from this, share this out to others, it will be up. The audio of this will be up on the pumped up, pumped up parenting podcast uh, this weekend. So that will be there. But in the meantime, you can watch it anywhere and share it out. And as always, guys, I wish you days filled with peace, love, Tons of laughter. You know, it's the best medicine. You now I feel about laughing. Super important. Joe's really funny. You should <laughs> watch him. Alex is funny too. People are funny. <laughs> Find the funny. And I'll see you here next time on the next episode Thank of Pump Up Bye bye, everyone.